When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Teddy Lester, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Hi, I'm Nichelle Nichols, but I still feel a little bit like Lieutenant Uhura on the Starship Enterprise. You know, now there's a 20th century Enterprise, an actual space vehicle built by NASA and designed to put us in the business of space, not merely ex space exploration. Now the shuttle will be taking scientists and engineers, men and women of all races, into space just like the astronaut crew on the Starship Enterprise. So that is why I'm speaking to the whole family of humankind, minorities and women alike. If you qualify and would like to be an astronaut, now is the time. Ed Roberts, I want to throw a reminder that Lucy Arnez will join us in our second hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as they bring us this week in TV history. Tony's segment, as always, brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly-performing live storytelling ensemble, storysalon.com, facebook.com forward slash Story Salon. You can hear Tony's This Week in History standalone podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find audio. This was one of those sad weeks, the first week of August, where we lost a number of icons, not the least of which was Nichelle Nichols, who the three of us had a chance to chat with in August 2017. It was really that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it yeah. seems like yesterday. I remember it so well, and it's one of my favorite things about working with you on your show is we have gotten to meet so many of our heroes and icons, and for me, wow, I mean, ever since I was a little girl, I mean, he was someone who looked like me on TV, I mean, for the first time, somebody, somebody who looked like me, Diane Carroll is Julia. Oh, she was beautiful. I loved her. But hey, she was a nurse. She was a mom. This woman worked in outer space and she had power and authority and respect and it was glamorous. And I think it, like so many other little black girls changed my life. And even back then I had wanted to work in the industry. Uh, as I got older, I realized that she had opened the door for me and so many others, something I am forever grateful for. And meeting her that day was just, it, it has stayed with me. That experience has stayed with me. It's no secret. It was no secret at the time that Nichelle was struggling with early signs of dementia. And so uh, that limited her appearances at the time, although she still traveled and she still went to conventions to the extent that she was able. And like many performers, 
when the light went on, she reached yeah. down deep and she was very gracious, very, very generous to her friends. My biggest takeaway from that day, besides remembering how much it meant for you personally, Donna, was she was in good form that day. You know, she was sharp and she was funny and she appreciated that we both read her book and was able and were able to dig things from her book that not everybody asks her and uh she was in good form that day yeah that's that's a big takeaway for me i remember when we were you were introducing us to her before we were officially rolling her energy was different very it was you know a little frayed a little weakened and it's also difficult when you know the people who are your heroes and you start to see them like that yeah. or in this case hear them like that but as soon as you say oh so let's begin and you did the you know your tv confidential introduction and she comes on and it's like she's 40 years younger yeah it's the, and it's the nichelle nichols that we that we know uh coming on and yeah, and you brought up, you know, something from her book, and she's like, oh, my God, you read the book. <laughs> Which is a common thing. I, I don't know if we could ever put together a montage of people going, oh, my God, you actually read my book. Uh, but she did that, and I think the, the thing that was very personal to me was when we were saying goodbye, you know, we wrapped the show, we said goodbye, and I said, Nichelle, uh, I just want you to know that this is a dream come true for me. And, again... 40 years younger, very sexy. It was just like, may all your dreams come true. And it was like, oh my God. You know, it was like, that was it. I am done for the day. It was like, she she said something, you know, just beautiful. But her wit was sharp and everything. And just, it was just amazing to have that wonderful conversation. And here is somebody also, especially when you're affiliated with Star Trek, people like us, we know all these stories, and we also hear these things that are legendary or exaggerations or something like that, but then to have confirmation from somebody who was there to say, no, that's exactly how it was. Yeah. No, I actually, I was ready to leave, and Dr. King said, don't leave, yeah. you know, you are. And I think that that's kind of distinguishes Aurora from... Julia, Julia represented a reality that was happening at that time that a lot of people were not aware of, uh, but it was something that was really going on. Depending on where you live, you were not aware of it. So I think it exposed a certain reality to people. But what Aurora was, was the potential, what we could be, you know, Gene Rodberry's vision of the future and that people could look at that ensemble I know in the the original series we look at the three and then everybody else often, um, but we look at that and we go, they when people can see themselves. And dovetailing on that, I believe we asked her about the work she did in the late '70s, early '80s to recruit people of color to join the space program and both women and people of color, both women and people of color to join NASA and. And as I recall, that the impetus for that was Nichelle stopping and realized you don't have a lot of people who look like me in the space program, and we need to do something to remedy that. And that became that that became a good part of her life's work. 
Well, it's amazing the tributes because I think every time we lose somebody from the original series, uh, somebody within the NASA program will always say something like, yeah. you know, thanks to this person, I became an astronaut. Uh, I dreamed of becoming an astronaut, you know, especially Gene Roddenberry uh, and I think uh, James Dewan. But Nichelle Nichols actually did the footwork yeah. for people to go into the program. Everybody else inspired, but Nichelle Nichols actually put the pedal to the metal so people, you know, actually was there to say, no, that you have you have a place here. I don't remember if I said it during our talk, but I remember watching Saturday morning cartoons one morning and a PSA came on. Here she was in a jumpsuit in front of one of the launch pads at NASA talking about women coming to the space program. I was so horribly excited. I have never had any ambitions to go into space, but just the fact that I was seeing Nichelle Nichols, one of my heroes, reaching out. I remember I ran downstairs and told my mother what I had just seen. I don't think she got it, but to, to this day, that really made an impact on me, that this was the ambassador opening another door. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us via Zoom as we spend a few minutes remembering Nichelle Nichols, the actress known around the world as Lieutenant Uhura on the original Star Trek and the first six Star Trek motion pictures, and a woman who used her platform because of Star Trek to recruit women and minorities to join NASA. Nichelle Nichols passed away Saturday, July 30th, the age of 89. We will replay our conversation with Michelle Nichols from August 2017, beginning at the top of the hour. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The character of Ahura, you know, she wasn't just somebody who had that weird looking earpiece that, you know, would evolve into what we would call Bluetooth, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you had three leads that represented ethos, lothos, and pathos. You had the ethical person, the logical person, and the passionate person, uh, passionate person. and sometimes Ahura was there to add common sense. Yeah. That when you had the three, the big three, and she's the one who had the simplest answer to their cosmic problem, when they were, you know, the the one uh, where they were like in an ancient Roman type planet, and they were talking about the sun, and she's going, it's not the sun of the sky, it's the son of God. <laughs> you know, it's almost like she could have said, you idiot. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> 
but couldn't because that would be insubordinate. And then later in the movies, when they were facing a cloaked Klingon ship, and she goes, don't we have this equipment to trace gaseous and anomalies? And everyone's looking at her, well, the thing's got to have a tailpipe. It's like, you know, the tone was like, do I got to do everything here? But she, yeah, she had a character that sometimes, yeah, when you had all the the most brilliant mind uh, and the most person who lived on the philosophy that I'm not going to die alone and, and somebody who used damn it like it was going out of style. And then it's like, yeah, she had the most. So, I mean, so they created something really special for her. I was very happy when she took the helm of the Enterprise. Okay, it was in the animated series. Yeah, but but... I, re- I remember watching as a kid, and I'm like, finally. Yeah, but even when you say it was quote unquote in the animated series, uh, in, in the Star Trek canon, the animated series is almost on the same plane as the original. Um, primetime series because it was it was not written as an anime it was not written as a children's series it was written no, as if it were Star Trek and when you look at the uh, the original pilot where Angel Barrett was playing the first officer and how that was not accepted by the American people especially many American women yeah who does she think she is so you're okay with a green-blooded pointed guy being, but you know, well, we can't have a woman there, and so for her to actually do in the animated series to actually be the one to take charge, it's great from the creative end. But yeah, she gets to be the one who, I think that really did push. It's like no, we need uh, a woman with common sense to say, guys, this is what's really happening, or step back, let me take over. Well, say anything. She just took over. She just took over because <laughs> all the males were out of commission in that. Yes. Yeah, so I learned to look at her entire career as a singer, early actress, and then, of course, you know, like any actor, give, being given gift. I mean, Star Trek, the gift that kept on giving. Mm-hmm. Somebody who also used what they were given, thanks to Star Trek, to do something better, and not just NASA, but with the civil rights movement. Activist. At a time where people in Hollywood doing that type of activism was risky. Yeah. Very much so. It was risky. You you know, you still have people that the, the blacklist was still very fresh. And you know what? If, if Gene Roddenberry was doing what he was doing just a couple years earlier, uh, some of his work might have been considered subversive. And, yeah. and uh, the idea of marching uh, and being in the pictures with Dr. King and being in the pictures with the marches and holding the signs... And you had people, executives with the network saying, we can't have this. And, and keep going. This type of network interference about your outside was going on with Martin Sheen in the West Wing, you know, decades later. So this was, you know, we can't have you do this. We're afraid about the bad publicity. What if you get arrested and we get a picture of you with handcuffs? Nobody's going to watch the show. You know, I mean, that's these were people who put their professional careers on the line to do something for the greater good. Donna, do you want to add the final word on this segment? Ah, oh, not speed and shell. <laughs> Childoftelevision.blogspot.com, Childoftelevision.blogspot.com, also storysalon.com. Donna's four-part novel series is now complete. Yes, it is. The last book, Fall Again Reunion, was published a few months ago. You'll see where the story finally ends. 
And to find out how the story begins and end, go to fallagainseries.com. Tony and Donna, we'll see you both next time. Next, next time. time. You can also enjoy Tony's standalone podcast, This Week in TV History, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcast we will replay our conversation with nichelle nichols from august 2017 then we will welcome singer actress and philanthropist lucy arnaz all that more we come back for hour number two of tv confidential stay with us one more item our friend chuck harder mr entertainment recently performed an hour of song at sideshow books in los angeles a few weeks back i was in the audience that night and chuck gave us a wonderful evening of stories and songs check it out on youtube for free chuck harder in person sideshow books on youtube be part of our conversation if you like what you hear have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.